By time we reach adulthood, the majority of us have at some point run into someone who needed help. Accidents happen every day and all the time. And in real life, people get hurt. Car accidents, sports injuries, medical emergencies. But not every person in need has such a simple story. Some people haven't fallen, collapsed, or been in an accident. Sometimes, they've been attacked by a murderer. My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the 1987 murder of Klaus Schalkel and the attempted murder of his girlfriend, Bettina Taxis. This case is technically unsolved, but by the end of all this, you might not feel that way. Klaus and Bettina were two German tourists in their early 20s who were traveling with their friend Thomas Schmid to Finland. During the most recent leg of their trip, they were sailing aboard the Viking Sally cruise ship. And the trip was moving along just fine. They were three young people exploring the world, meeting new people, and having a good time doing it. But their good time would quickly come to an end. Aboard the ship, Klaus and Bettina were talking with a lot of people. Being more introverted, Thomas was just kind of hanging out, and that fact might very well have saved his life. The group was traveling light, and being as young as they were, they didn't really have all that much money for their travels. This ultimately led them to sleep in a public space aboard the ship, which ordinarily would be fine, but on the day in question, it proved to be a pretty big problem. It meant that while they slept, they were technically out in the open. They were vulnerable. Thomas was already asleep, tucked away in his own quiet corner because he was done socializing for the evening. But it was well past midnight when Klaus and Bettina found themselves looking for a spot to sleep. Fortunately, they found one, and it's believed that they did go to sleep. A few hours later, a shocking discovery would be made. I don't know if you've ever been on a cruise ship, but it's pretty common for people to drink on them. And if you are not from Colorado or a high-altitude place like me, there is a very good chance that alcohol does what it's supposed to at sea level and actually gets you drunk. It isn't unusual to see drunk people on a cruise ship, and just before 4am, a group of three Boy Scouts saw what they believed were two drunk passengers. Their decision was based on the fact that, from a distance, the two people could be seen struggling to get up. They seemed wobbly and weren't really able to stand. And if you drink or have drank, you've probably been there at least once in your life. Even without a moving ship underneath you. 
sometimes alcohol and gravity just don't mix. But as these Boy Scouts watch these two people struggle to stand, they realize something disturbing. Not only were they really struggling, but there was something all over the floor. And they realized the ground was covered in blood. These two weren't struggling to get up because they were drunk. They were struggling because of the severe head injuries that they sustained at the hands of an attacker. Hoping to fulfill their scout duties and provide aid, the boys moved closer to check on the injured couple. One of them even went up to them hoping to administer first aid, but the Boy Scouts don't really teach you how to patch someone up after they've been intentionally bludgeoned in the head with a large object. Panicked, the boys alerted the ship's medical staff, but the injuries were well beyond their expertise as well. Hoping to save Klaus and Bettina, the ship requested an emergency rescue from the Coast Guard. Bettina made it to the hospital, and in the end, she survived. Klaus did not. It was easy for everyone to see immediately that this was no accident. Someone attempted to murder these two young people, and they partially succeeded. Immediately, police were desperate to find out what happened. The police had absolutely no intention of waiting around for the killer or killers to present themselves. Immediately, they made plans to question everyone aboard the ship, which was more than 1,400 passengers alone. But it became clear really quickly that this wasn't possible. Hoping to limit how many people they talked to, they made a risky and I would say very questionable decision. The police decided that anyone traveling with children or the elderly could walk away without being questioned. Basically, they took all of the families and said they could go. So... That is certainly something. But I will just let you all consider for yourselves how many prominent killers have had families and been described as, sorry, but predominantly family men. But, you know, what do I know? Police wanted answers, just not badly enough to fully interview the passengers of the ship, I guess. Regardless, they did interview a lot of people. And they zeroed in on a couple in particular. Their friend Thomas, and another man that the group had been hanging out with aboard the ship. Police were really interested in this strange man because he was seen that morning with his clothes covered in blood. Which isn't exactly ideal when your new traveling buddies were just violently attacked. When asked, he told police that he had a nosebleed, and they did not believe this at all. They questioned him again and again until scientific evidence proved that it was likely his own blood on his clothes. 
Of course, this was 1987, and a lot of people aren't so sure about the integrity of that science. But police went through with their questioning and determined that though these two were the most obvious suspects, they probably didn't do it. And like we see with so many cases, this was essentially where the case ended for several decades. Everything just kind of faded away, and even Bettina seemed to disappear after the attack. More than 30 years later, police addressed the public once again. This time, they announced that they knew the killer, a man who was aboard the ship at the time. Worse, a man that received praise as a hero in the situation. Identified only as Herman H., one of the Boy Scouts from the ship was accused of being the killer, and police claimed that he actually confessed to it. I think we can all agree that this is certainly one hell of a plot twist, right? But before you get too caught up imagining the main character from Up murdering two young adults in their 20s, I do just want to say that he was actually 18 at the time of the crime. So, not in, you know, elementary school or anything crazy. Police insisted that he be charged for the crime. But there was just one problem. Or two or three. First, there was the fact that the attack was technically considered manslaughter. And that meant that the crime was outside of the statute of limitations, meaning he couldn't be charged with the crime. But they found a way around that by convincing the courts to charge him with murder instead due to the severity of the attack. A nice little loophole, right? The next problem was that during this confession, he didn't have his legal counsel. His lawyer wasn't there to advise him, and that was a problem and generally considered kind of shady. But the final problem took this one step farther. Not only was he lacking in legal counsel, but there was no one to confirm that he ever said it except for the interviewer. So, when he denied ever saying it, there was no real way to prove that he did. In the end, he was acquitted of all charges last year, in 2021. And to this day, no one knows for certain whether or not he did it. But despite the fact that the charges were dropped, police still obviously believe that he is the killer. Shockingly enough, this wasn't even the first murder aboard this ship, and it shouldn't really come as a surprise that they changed the ship's name after all the bad publicity. One year before Klaus and Bettina were attacked, a businessman was murdered by a crazed bank-robbing criminal, so once again, think twice before you get on a cruise ship. Now, as always, I will ask what you all think about this. 
Do you think their good pal Thomas did it and got away? Was their mysterious new friend really covered in his own blood? Or is the Boy Scout code just not what it used to be? The big problem with solving murders like this is that it really could be anyone. So, it's pretty hard to figure out who actually did it. But if you want to discuss your experience as a scout, the dangers of traveling, or the risks that come with sleeping in public spaces, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys. <laughs>